is episode 289 of Nerds Eye View for the 16th of August, right in the middle. School's about to start. It's crazy. It's warming up. But we saw Pete's Dragon. Pete's yeah. Pete Dragons? Pete's Dragon. Dragon's Pete. Or Elliot's Human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that better. <laughs> That's good. And it actually makes way more sense. You're Andrew. I'm, and you're Jordan. That's me. And we're reviewing that movie. You flipped this around on me. I know. Me. I thought I'd I thought I'd change up the script a little bit. Happening. We're gonna have a normal show today, not a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, our normal show is all about the top ten at the box office. We talk about new releases on those physical media or on on demand. Um, or do they come out earlier on demand now? No, you can, but you can't rent them. You have to buy. They're available for purchase on demand for a month before you can rent them. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're not allowed on any streaming services or whatever. They have oh, to be okay. in store for a month makes sense. Yeah, yeah, before yeah, people yeah. can rent them. It's crazy, but what can you do? Uh, and then we're going to talk about Pete's Dragon. We're going to have that. That's going to be a baseline discussion. We're going to talk about whether or not we liked the movie, what we liked about it, and whether or not we think you, the listener, should see it. Then we're going to have our little promotion segment where we talk about other shows on the Bend View Network. We talk about where we get all of our fantastic sounding audio cues. And then finally, at the very end of the show, we're going to have our discussion where we're going to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about, you know, all those specifics on why Carl Urban sucks in this movie. Oh. And I don't like him. We might get into that later. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. But you know what? Let's just, let's just get into the top ten. Count me down. Oh, right. I don't want number 10. The lights out? Uh-huh. But you might want number nine. Nine lives, which was not a thing that this person, number number eight, had. <laughs> Florence Foster Jenkins, who did not see number seven. Star Trek Beyond, number six. The Secret Life of Pets, who weren't being watched by number five. Bad moms uh who just wanted to go out and find number four jason Bourne, which is the guy you hire to find number three pete's dragon who did not go to a number two sausage party which was almost what number one was called suicide squiz so wow that's weird there's no number one this week yeah i don't know no, that's weird, weird. It just stops at two well i went to go put it in and box office mojo it was all just blanked out weird yeah, we got numbers, though. We still have the numbers for them. Yeah, whoever, wh- whatever number one could have been, it just dropped off. Yeah, just I mean, there real, is... there's had some bad word of mouth. That's true, that's true. Uh, there is some cute stuff, like n- number nine is nine lives. Um, yes. That's, I always like when stuff like that happens. That's cute. That's a real, that's a real treat. Mm-hmm. Um, but the numbers overall are down by about, you know... 50 million ish 60 million ish yeah, well, there, there was some something open big last week i don't know what the hell it was yeah it was weird, weird. a whole bunch of people saw a movie and then not a lot of people went to see it afterwards mm-hmm. just kind of the stragglers mm-hmm. and and then i don't even know how much longer it'll be in the top 10 mm-hmm. this uh unnamed movie mm-hmm. we're gonna just gonna have this weird blank space on the top 10 document for a God. while um but uh but yeah we got some heavy hitters still in there uh it, I, I really you know a little bit of a pretty stuff for, for Peace Dragon. I was not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy it's in the number three spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should have been higher. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just Seth Rogen's name that really got such yeah. funny up to number two. And we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. 
Bad Moms, which is in its third week now, you have you seen a trailer for it at all? No. I saw Zero. one, and it was two days after it had already come out. Mm-hmm. But I've seen Sausage Party trailers for about four months. Yeah. And I would say every week, yeah. maybe, uh, except when we saw kids' movies uh-huh. um, for the show and, you know, for, for our own enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, that trailer was before every movie. Yeah. How much money did they spend? Too much. It's incredible. Too much. And, and it's so and weird. It, like, and it comes out to a $34 million opening? <laughs> like, that's not worth it. Yeah. Um, no, and I think it's so funny because I've seen, I would even say I've seen films that they should be targeting the Bad Moms film too. Like, yeah. I feel like Ghostbusters. Bad Moms would have seen played the Bad Moms trailer so before well that. before that. Uh, I can't even, th- like, just so many other little, like, I mean, how long ago was Central Intelligence? But it was a while back. I mean, Bad Moms, I would feel like. Would have been perfect. Yeah. That would have been a great movie to show first show that trailer at. Yeah. It's like just other comedies mm-hmm. of that you know whatever. i mean ghostbusters is the slam dunk choice of course, yeah, of course but there are plenty of great comedies that have come out this year mm-hmm. that we should have seen a trailer for bad moms for it's just it blows my mind yeah it really does uh but yeah uh so i have heard some things about sausage party please from behind the scenes enlighten me it was some i mean this is all substantiated whatever yeah i mean you know word over word over word yeah but uh if it's to be believed there were like animators who worked on Sausage Party that just weren't paid. That were not paid. Oh my god, I hate when that. And there were like it was the early ones too. It was the people who were there at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it was like whatever company that they were working for, like wanted them to work overtime, and you know they didn't give them a choice. And mm-hmm. if you said no, they fired you. Yeah. And it eventually, uh, there was whatever company is above them found out or was told or something mm-hmm. all the people who stuck around got all their overtime money but the they, people who were fired never got paid for the work they did never got paid man like they took people's names out of the credits whoa yeah. so that's doesn't it's it's some i can't remember the name of the company that actually animated sausage that's party rough. but it was some new company that didn't know how to handle itself wow that sucks like they were just really under the gun and they shouldn't have been like they should not have had that much workload yeah. and they were taxing their people and making mm-hmm. wow that sucks mm-hmm. i hate when so that could like be that, happens. that could explain why there was such a push for people to see it yeah, they needed to make their money back. They needed back. to make their money back, and they were fine spending a little bit more on... Um, advertising. Advertising. So. More than what... I mean, no joke. This is like a joke that Seth Rogen and his friends made to each other, and they decided to make it into a movie. I was a little bit... Like, when I heard the premise, I thought, yeah, this sounds okay. Right. And then I saw the trailer 100 times, and I yeah. went, well, I'm good. You're right. I'm really Because good. at the end of the day, it's just a joke premise that they turn into a full-length movie, mm. and... And a film like this comes out, it does not get the advertising budget like this. Mm-hmm. It's just not that type of film. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, well, that sucks for those people. I hope they get paid. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what sticks around next week, mm-hmm. how far things drop. Right. I'm interested. I'm really interested to see how this changes over the next couple of mm-hmm. weeks. Uh but yeah, it's 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 cool seeing something like Secret Life of Pets hang on this long. Yeah, and it's a movie that I think deserves it because it's it's cute and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a little dark too. I mean, it's it's actually pointed a little older than than is made to look well, by I, the trailers. I, maybe it's just a new trend in like kids movies because this Peace just dragon is a little dark. Man, this right away wow. too. We'll get well, there. In the yeah, review, we'll save it for later. But oh boy, that yeah, 
right away. Right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw it coming. It will. It's 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 upsetting. Yeah, it's you, it's, it's yeah. rough. I was like, really? As soon as the scene started, I was like, this is where we're going. <laughs> this is this is how we're starting the movie. Yeah. What? Wow. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's that's that box mm. office top ten. Let's cool. get on to um, new releases. Right. Uh, so on DVD and Blu-ray, uh, uh, this is a documentary film called Raiders. Yeah. Uh, and I actually reviewed it uh, back in episode 283. Yeah, you Justin was, on for uh, that, right? Yeah, me, Justin, and, cool. uh, and Victor. Oh, Victor too. And uh, we, we went down to the old Frida. That's a good, good little cinema house there. And uh, we got to see that documentary as well as the... Uh, it's, it's a documentary about a fan film for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. And they were showing the fan film as well, which that's is cool. pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, so I don't know if that's... I don't think it would... I don't think the full thing is included mm-hmm. with the documentary, but I think um, they, uh, as part of them releasing this documentary, they had a Kickstarter to finish that fan film. Oh, wow. So there's one scene where they filmed it like last year, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that full scene is included on this DVD. That's cool. Uh, Blu-ray release. So it's, it's kind of cool to see. That's fun. See them finish their dream. Yeah. Uh, then over on new on just Blu-ray, mm-hmm. uh, we got the burbs. Oh man. I like that movie as a that kid. Tom that, Hanks. that movie's messed up, man. <laughs> that, that was, that was one of those movies I saw as a child where I was like, man, this is really weird. It was like dark and weird and messed up but it's yeah. actually i i still think it's kind of a good movie it's 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 a cult classic yeah right? it's kind of fun yeah in a weird way really weird way it's like yeah. it's like what if the adams family was not awesome but mm-hmm. really crappy yeah. and how would all of their other neighbors feel yeah yeah it's cool uh, then also new on Blu-ray, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Okay, that you got to explain this to me. Should I click uh, on this? Yeah, click on it. It's okay. a it's a Tennessee Williams play. Oh. Uh, which this is the version of it from like 60-something. Uh, you'll have the year 58. There. 58. And who's in it? It's got a good it's got a good cast. Uh, it's actually just a bunch of links. So I'm going to go over to IMDb. All right, good luck with that. Good luck with IMDb. No, I'm just kidding. Man, where's that coming from? Good luck with that, dude. You uh, deserve each other. Whoa, Andrew. <laughs> well, no, whenever I open it on my phone, it's always got that huge ad at the bottom. Well, but you're a, on a laptop. I'm on a laptop. That's you fine. Are. So uh, we've got Elizabeth Taylor, mm-hmm. Paul Newman, mm-hmm. uh, Burl Ives. Yeah. I mean, there's there's people. Jack, yeah. Jack it's a, Carson, it's a pretty, I and I, I watched it a couple years back, and it's actually pretty good. Um, and it's also one of those interesting things of the time where uh, it's based on a Tennessee Williams play. Mm-hmm. And I believe in the play, there are a lot more um, uh, like homosexual undertones, oh. which they had to completely remove for this film version. But I mean, based on some of the names of the characters, I can still see where that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a, it's a real, and like it's, I remember watching the film and going like, there's one, there's a part where it's like, why don't you love your wife? And I was like, what? Like, wait a second. I can see, I yeah. can see it. Yeah. I'm sitting it's here. It's a different time. And, and they're like, they're glossing over it because mm-hmm. they can't put it in a film. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty good. It's really good, actually. I really yeah, That's it. awesome. That's cool. I got to check that out. Uh, coming out on TV. Uh, let's see what you've seen here, Jordan. Mr. Mr. Watch all the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Affair season two. I don't even remember what network this is on. Showtime. Uh, and I thought it was only a miniseries and it's got a season two coming on. Mm-hmm. It have, looked it looked like um, it was going to be a uh, a miniseries. I'm just going to point blank ask, have you seen this? Uh, no. And, okay, I was going to say, if you have, is it good? 
it looks good. Uh-huh. I really want to see it mm-hmm. because it's got people in that I like. I like uh, I like Ruth West. I like Joshua Jackson. I like mm-hmm. Dominic West. I like a lot of these actors. So, um, yeah, I, I want to watch it, but I totally missed it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's on Showtime, so I can always go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Now, the second one coming out on on TV TVD. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I hope you haven't seen this, but it's Gotham, the complete second season. I know you watched some of season one. We all did. We all I, dipped I our. I tried. Trail. I think I got all the way through season one. I couldn't even. I think I did. I couldn't even. I forced myself to do it. I really. And I even had Milo Ventimiglia waiting for me at the end I know. of season one, and you I couldn't did. even get there. Right. That couldn't even make it. I might always go back, but I don't want to. I don't think you should. My parents still watch it. And um, whenever I walk through the living room as they're watching it, <laughs> it just, it looks real bad. Yeah, Andrew. yeah, yeah. Andrew, it looks, it looks real bad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to tell you straight off, no. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go back and watch this. It's just, I don't know why. why. I, I understand that there's different versions of these heroes that we care about um and they go back a long way you know different iterations different ideas mm-hmm. but just what it's doing to the whole batman mythos mm-hmm. and and personifying gotham in such a way and changing the backstory of all of these villains i just don't like it i mean mm-hmm. the crazy thing is the actors they got for each of the roles real good mm-hmm. like i like the penguin i like uh commissioner i like gordon mm-hmm. i like I like these actors. Yeah. I really like Alfred, but I hate what they're doing. Yeah. It just feels like not even B tier stuff. It feels, it feels like a C tier show. show. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope they get better, but I'm definitely not going to watch it. Yeah. It's funny because I'm thinking, like, I mean, when they did Batman Beyond, that must have been such a risk. Yeah. But it was like, that's good. People look back on that and say, why isn't there more of that? Yeah. That was a great direction. Like it's now, it's kind of been, I think, a little bit accepted into comics canon because mm-hmm. they did a comic version. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people who love it's, it. Yeah, like, it's really weird how it, like, they could have screwed that up so bad. Yeah, it could have been horrible. They really could have, but they, they and they had everything right. They there. had a new art style with it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was a total different look and feel, mm-hmm. different main character, mm-hmm. you know? It was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, it's not that we're against the idea of changing I just things don't around. Like, I just don't like what they're doing. It's just like this one's real bad. It it feels it it feels like a bunch of people who I don't know. I've I don't want to disparage people who work on the show, but <laughs> it just it doesn't feel like they really care about the material. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, like every once in a while I'll see some news about it, and mm-hmm. there was one recently that I went. Oh really? Mm-hmm. They so they made a big deal about in the very first episode they had a little girl that they're like oh she's gonna be her name's Ivy she's gonna yeah. be Poison Ivy mm-hmm. and now they're doing something where they've already they've recast her somehow somehow and they're she grows up it. yeah they're gonna explain it in the story that she's aged faster or something yeah. and now she's like a nineteen year old it's yeah. like oh I get I get what you're doing yeah uh, that's that's, and that's rather, bad rather than just I don't know time jumping forward in time with every season yeah like if it if it just yeah because those move forward because it seems like it's those in the kid s- actors are gonna and they look but see that's the thing is i don't think that time moves forward in the season i think i think season one ends and season two starts right back up again yeah. if they had if they had said it's a year later yeah 
all of these people have aged more. Then by episode or by season eight, God forbid the show ever gets that mm-hmm. long, you'd have a 20-year-old Batman who's yeah. coming into his own. Mm-hmm. And that would be interesting. That would be a cool evolution. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get that. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's yeah. weird. It's real weird. Because mm-hmm. cause I just think of Smallville. Yeah. Right? And we got well, to see Superman When they were doing Smallville, they wanted to do... Mm-hmm. They wanted to do a, like a Gotham. They yeah. They wanted to do like... Younger versions of everybody. Younger versions. But not this young. Yeah. Not this young. I know. He was like in high school, right? When yeah. he started. And that, but that's the thing, though, is that was a cool thing watching Superman grow up. Because he did, he did you know, go to college. He did move on with his life. He wasn't just in high school forever. Mm-hmm. And it feels like this show is not making those advances. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer. Uh, all right. So that's everything that's, uh, that's worth talking about coming yeah. out. Uh on DVD and Blu-ray, go to your local video store to pick those up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come right back, we will be reviewing Pete's Dragon. I was out here at the Eastern Pad. But that's... 50 miles east. From where we found him. Hey! Wait, 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 wait. Do you know where your parents are? Your family? I guess he was on a picnic or a camping trip. He wandered off and got himself lost. Been out in the woods, doing things his own way. Sounds like a boy after your own heart. How long has he been out there? Six years. Nobody can survive in that forest for six years. At least not alone. You'll see. I have Elliot. Who's Elliot? I need to get back to him. He gets scared when I'm gone. Is Elliot a person? No. He looks like a dragon. What's a dragon? Shh. <gasps> That's a dragon. You don't have to run anymore, Pete. You can stay with us. This thing is dangerous. I don't want to leave you, but they'll come looking for you. What's going to happen to Elliot? You have no idea what this thing is capable of. Let's go hunting. We're going! You're very brave. Did you know that? You might be the bravest boy I've ever met. Dragon over the radio. Pete's Dragon, directed by David Lowry, mm-hmm. who also did some writing upon it. Uh, also, writing by Toby Halbrooks, uh, based on stories by Malcolm Marmerstein, Seton I. Miller, and S.S. Field, because this is a remake. Yep. Essentially. Although it's not beat by beat, like another Disney film that we saw a like remake of this year. Jungle Book? Uh, this Which is was a, strangely more attuned to the original book than the yeah, previous that was, movie. Yeah, that was strange. But we got Bryce Dallas Howard, 
Robert Redford. Damn, I was real surprised I didn't realize he was in the movie. <laughs> Wes Bentley. I like Wes Bentley. Carl Urban. Uh, he's usually good. Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Mm-hmm. He shows up in things, and I like him every time he shows up. Yeah, he's good. He played the sheriff in, in this film, and that was just a fun, weird little character. Mm-hmm. He's got some good moments. Yeah, he does. Uh, that are really enjoyable. I'm trying to see what else I just saw him in. I swear he was literally just in a film that came out. Oh, he was in Chi Rock. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, he was in Veep. I've seen him in Veep. Oh. Anyway, back to Pete's Dragon. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna just stay right off. I if I've seen the original, I don't remember it. I don't either. So. You're getting some real good perspective, listener. This is just a fresh what this film is. Mm-hmm. We have no connection at it's all to the Just look at it film. the way it is. Uh, I will say, uh, this, so this film is about a dragon. That's not a secret. That's right up top. The first, like, five minutes. Oh, my God. I forgot it was part cartoon, the original. Oh, yes. That's how they got the dragon in. Holy crap. I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh, I remember this movie now. Okay. Oh, my God. Andrew, I remember this movie now. Uh, It was a musical, yeah? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, then. Let's do this. Uh, So, it's basically, uh, I mean, the film... Starts with a real horrific... Oh, my God. Uh, Disney? Uh, Look, <laughs> you, can't, you can't not say Disney doesn't know what they're doing because nearly every one of their movies start off with a tragedy. You yeah. know, they always have that undertone. They always have that idea of finding happiness after a tragic event and, and moving on with your life. So good on them. Yeah. But, man, this one yeah. just... This, I mean, this, this one's rough. And it, it explains why this kid is alone in the forest. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... You could hear a pin drop in, in my theater, and yeah. it was full of children. Like, because it was just... The way that they handle is very interesting, too. It's very... It's um, from the kid's perspective the yeah. whole time. Yeah. It's not... It doesn't break from that. Yeah. It's not really, like, um, gory. It's just... It's kind of, like, almost light. It's almost... Yeah. It's, 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 it's storytelling off screen almost yeah. but we we know everything we need to know by the by the kid's reaction mm-hmm. and what he does mm-hmm. and it's just you're i mean i feel like it's almost worse because you kind of fill in the blanks yourself yeah and man it's just rough dude mm-hmm. uh so this is i mean this is all the work of the director like he has he's kind of taken this touch on it Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to read to you right now. Please do. So in the trivia section here, I've got uh, uh, a list of films that David Lowry watched uh, to inspire him for this. Oh, I'm glad Michael C. Hall wasn't in this movie. Yeah, he was supposed to be the Car- Carl Urban role. I actually, I would have been fine with that because I didn't like that character. <laughs> so here's, here's the films that he used to inspire him. Mm-hmm. The Black Stallion from oh. 1979. Oh, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. Now, this is a documentary from 2013 uh-huh. about Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. about uh, uh, Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Neighbor Totoro, mm-hmm. a, a Ghibli. Spirited Away, mm-hmm. another Ghibli. And then The Witch. Wow, wow. It took a real turn wow. there. Wow. That was a film that we reviewed. 
I can kind of see it. Yeah, right? Isn't that weird? I can... This is not any way like that. No. But I can see it. Yeah, it's... um. The, the kind of fun thing about this movie is that right away you get the idea that um, it is part of their lore that there is a dragon, a dragon in, in, in their woods. woods. Yeah. It's like a, there's a song. It's like a myth. There's an old man area. who tells the tale. I mean, Robert Redford plays yeah. this man who, you know, he might be a kooky old man, but he, you know, the he, when the kids gather him. around him, he says, oh, I met a dragon once and I fought him off and mm-hmm. diddly. And it's, it's so... Uh, it's so weird, right? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's kind of like immediately accepted. And then how long, okay. I don't know. How, like how long did it take before you realized it was not present day? I, I mean, the only reason I, it still feels present day. That's kind of the weird <sighs> thing. I'm, I don't think I, so. I know that it's, I know that it's not yeah. because the, the, the part when he, before, all right. In the very, very beginning of the movie, uh-huh. they're wearing very 70s clothes. Oh, yeah. The family is. Mm-hmm. So I know it's set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of... I mean, the only reason I knew is because no one had a cell phone. No yeah. one had GPS. No one had cell phones. Yeah. That was crazy. Like, yeah, because was, because if they did, they would have just immediately taken pictures of this and uploaded it to the internet. Mm-hmm. And it would have been done. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's pretty clear. I mean, I, I think yeah. it makes sense. You know, pre the proliferation of information immediately. Yeah. This is a good idea to set it in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another like weird thing that this film does, not really, but kind of is the, uh, and this is a real classic, not just Disney, but it's a real classic for like a kid's movie formula mm-hmm. is it's, you know, the uh, preservation versus like capitalization. Yeah. It's whether or not to save what we have mm-hmm. or, and keep it special yep. or to, make money off of it and send it out into the world, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, right. which is not just the dragon in this case, but also like the literal woods that the dragon yeah. lives in. And it's also, I mean, Disney started doing that because of the idea of like the American, you know, manifest destiny, mm-hmm. like, which is not even, that's not even American. That's, that started with, you know, England and its colonial takeover, the mm-hmm. rest of the world and Spain, and everyone else. It was this, this idea of, uh, the world is ours to conquer, mm-hmm. and and if we can, if we can, uh, for the lack of a better word, subjugate things yeah. and make it ours, then we can control the world, and that means, you know, God has ordained us to do these things, and and then this weird entitled idea that we need to conquer everything, and uh, and that's that's kind of been in a bunch of Disney movies, and it comes right back for this one. Yeah, I just, I, I always think, you know, what if there was a film where they actually, it was flipped, where the, the capitalist was mm-hmm. the hero yeah. instead of the, you know, preservationist. Mm-hmm. And uh, this isn't one of them. Nope. But uh, <laughs> what if, right? We can yeah. dream. Uh, so, yeah, the, I mean, even, it's even in the characters. Uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, her character is a, like a forest ranger. Yeah, and she loves the woods. She loves the woods mm-hmm. and she is in love with a man who works works at, at or runs a mill. Yeah. I, I mean, with, it's her, not with, with his brother. Yeah, with his brother. They own it together. His brother handles yeah. all the operations of like cutting everything down mm-hmm. and her fiance is the books guy, the guy mm-hmm. who stays at the mill and does all the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, there's some really interesting like very like I really enjoyed how weird like they got little subtle things in like um they don't really explain it but the uh, but Wes, Wes Bentley's character he 
like has a daughter. Yeah. From never explained where she came from. From someone else. I kind of was think. wondering about that. But yeah. But it, but it adds another tone to it because Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard talks about how she lost her mom. Yeah. And obviously this young girl has also lost her mom. So mm-hmm. everyone's kind of dealing with loss yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Or has dealt with it in the past. Yeah. Which kind of makes them the perfect candidates to help the young boy. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah. but but I also like there's also cute moments like the fact that. Um, what's what's her character's name? Bryce Ellis Howard. Grace. Grace. Whenever she's by any of the mining equipment, she throws the keys so that way they have to look for uh, them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just because she they're at odds. Yeah. She, she doesn't like what they're doing, and um, and also she's going through where they're supposed to, where they're not supposed to be cutting, mm-hmm. and marking a tree to be like, no, you can't cut this one down. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna save this one because this owl lives here. Mm-hmm. You know, like doing what she can to try and s- stop the tide of all of this destruction. Yeah. That's some good. That's some good stuff. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. It tells me so. It it tells the audience so much about her character, mm-hmm. just in these little moments. Mm-hmm. It's good good writing. Um, and I do I I do really like that they didn't they didn't really drag out the whole like oh you know Pete's your imaginary friend yeah. like that had a natural movement. Mm-hmm towards the dragon reveal like not even a reveal because we know that and the it, dragon is real yeah and it's, it's a great and it's good yeah. too because no one's trying to convince him otherwise yeah he says no he's real mm-hmm. and the little girl's like okay you know not really believing him yeah but as soon as grace sees it, she, it that spark of realization you see it yeah and she immediately goes to her her dad's mm-hmm. and and looks for that other drawing yeah that's crazy yeah uh Let's talk a little bit about the CGI. Mm-hmm. Not the greatest, right? It was good in some spots. You can tell where they spent more money and where they I, put more time. I don't know. I, at times, I thought he was supposed to look very natural, mm-hmm. very much they like They tried nature. to make him look like an animal. And then you look at his face, and it's just like, oh, this is a real goofy See, cartoon here's the thing. man. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. The, I hated that in Jungle Book uh-huh. because they were real animals. Oh, yeah. Here, you loved it. he's a dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He can look like whatever he needs to look like. All he right. can have as much face. And also, throughout the movie, we understand he has a personality. He has mm. wants. He has desires. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the ability to put that into a language that he can commu- communicate with. Mm-hmm. But he does it with his, his expression in his face. He yeah. does it with his body language. And his little and, growls. And, yeah, and yeah. he seems, you know, that he's... Then that's why I put dogs in the thing. Yeah. He seems like he's midpoint, like he's a really super smart dog. Well, I also kind of enjoy... Okay, so I had two thoughts while I was watching the film. Uh-huh. When I realized, oh, he's supposed to be a dog, I went, oh, so they're fighting against um, How to Train Your Dragon, which posited that dragons are cats. Yeah. And then they're also playing with the idea of uh, of Pete mm-hmm. had this book yeah. called Elliot is Lost Where about a dog, a dog that gets lost. Yeah. And Elliot's the dog, and now he is named this dragon Elliot and mm-hmm. treated the dragon like a dog. Yeah. And so it has taken on... Yeah, maybe, like, maybe I he like didn't that act idea. much like a dog before, but has become more like... Domesticated, one. in a yeah. sense. Like, yeah, it's a very... It's interesting. It's very interesting. It, it talks about an evolution of characters that we don't get to see on screen, but you can see the hint of that in their, in their actions. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a lot of... That's one of the things I really enjoyed about this, is there's a lot of showing. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of telling in this movie. Yeah. They do a great job as writers, as actors, as animators showing us this world mm-hmm. and it's it's super well done mm-hmm. but you're right cg wasn't perfect all the time <laughs> i don't know i just maybe i'm too picky 
on this kind of stuff now. Because, oh, and the, but then I also thought I was very intrigued mm-hmm. because you could see on uh, Pete's face, or Elliot's the face. Scar. The, the scar. He's got a scar, he's got a tooth And missing. a broken tooth. If yeah. you, in the scene where they lay down in the cave, uh-huh. there's scars all along his side from being attacked. Oh, we don't yeah. know if I those thought, are from I, other animals. Yeah, I did thought I saw. I we thought it was going to tie into the... The Robert Redford character, right. but because, then when he tells, he tells the his story. real story, yeah, it's very different. That's, we'll save that for some spoiler yeah. stuff. And, but and yeah, I, it's very interesting. And we also have no idea how long these animals live. Yeah, this animal could be two hundred years old, mm. and these are the scars of earlier fights from from people coming to the forest hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot there. There's storytelling on his body. Yeah, and that's just. That's and crazy. If, if you notice later when people come into the cave, someone brings a flashlight in. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't mind, should I just say the character? It's Carl, Carl Urban's Carl character. Yeah, yeah. When he when he kind of tracks where where the uh, you know the, they hang out, there are paintings on the wall. Mm-hmm. Some of them look way way older. Oh yeah. Than than, uh, than he could have done. Yeah. They look super old. Yeah. This looks like a very old site. Mm-hmm. This animal could have been here for much longer than than we can even guess at. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's really cool. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I want to say I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Like it was, I, I didn't think I was going to. It was such a change from what I I kind of expected and right. from other, I'll, I'll even say just any other kids film that I'd seen recently, mm-hmm. where it's it's goes right into the darkness, so it's yeah. not afraid of that. Mm-hmm. It comes out like you know, victorious. It doesn't tell you everything. You know, you have to really watch and pay attention and mm-hmm. enjoy and soak it up. Mm-hmm. And even though I it like, now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe the first like 20 minutes is a bit slow. It's a little bit slow in the beginning, but it really picks up. Yeah, it really does. And it doesn't, it doesn't fight you. It doesn't, the, it doesn't give you anything that makes you roll your eyes or, mm-hmm. or go, Oh, come on. Like we've seen this a hundred times. Yeah, you have, but it's, it's keeps, keeps it moving forward in a way where it's interesting constantly. Mm-hmm. Which and is it, crazy. And it does super interesting stuff like there's no super horrible villain in this movie. No. The people who are the quote-unquote bad guys mm-hmm. are doing so because that's just what they believe in. Yeah. They don't have any malice. They mm-hmm. don't, they're not trying to, you know... No one's trying to murder anybody no, in this they, movie. They, it's, it's about... They're trying to profit. They're trying to profit. It's the same as the cutting down the woods. They're yeah. trying to profit it's from all, the natural things. It's about things. money. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and, and that makes the bad guys... You know, with finger quotes. Yeah. Really, the ideals of of capitalism. Yeah. And and expansion and and hurting things for your benefit. Like it's their ideas that are the bad things in this, not the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are several times where Carl Urban character says, "No live fire, only tranks." Yeah. He even when things are going crazy and people could pot- potentially be really hurt. Yeah. He's reminding everyone not to hurt it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, that might be because he wants to make a lot of money, yeah. but still, it's about not killing anything. So I find that to be really interesting. It, this movie was way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I, was, I mean, we had this conversation last week. I really didn't want to watch it. Yeah. And now I'm glad I did. Yeah, it's, so, a good, it's a real I, good time. I definitely think people should watch it. Between this, what's the other kids' movie? We've got Secret Life of Pets still out. I think I think there's great stuff to take kids to go see right yeah, now. Yeah, this one, and it also feels like a throwback. It yeah. feels like these old Disney movies. It does. And this it, is not a beat by beat remake. This is no, super different from what we've read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's you know, it feels like it belongs back in that time. And, and it's 
and that's crazy to me. Almost it, the same way Stranger Things feels like a throwback. Yeah, yeah. This does too, and it's kind of set during the same era. It's mm-hmm. set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we're assuming 80s. It never actually says the but time. The, the cars don't look that yeah. much. They don't look older than 80s. Mm-hmm. They look like 80s era, because mm-hmm. that, that big rig was too modern to be older than the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cool, though. So can, I, can I throw in one little please, thing? Please, please, yes. One last little thing that I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. The town is called Millhaven. Yeah. Can can we get better town names? No. Or are we just going to keep yeah, giving up? I feel like it only... It, it, the only reason we even know the town is because Carl Urban says at one point it's a Millhaven dragon. Yeah. Well, that's, I, think, I mean, that's part of the legend. Yeah. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But it's... Town names are getting dumber, right? In these movies well, and stuff. What, what was it called before? Is it, it wasn't it? No, but I'm was just saying, like, there's a wood mill... It's a haven for dra- it's Mill Haven, like they might as well call this place like Wood Dragon Town. Yeah, that Town. is all right. Yeah, you're right. Right, it's a little lazy. I mean, I, and this is not even a thinking afterwards. I'm watching mm-hmm. the movie. The sign comes up that says Mill Haven, and I went, oh, "Come, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Mill Haven? I didn't even realize that. Like, yeah, like can we just? That is pretty lazy. <sighs> so lazy. But yeah, I, just, I mean that's like the smallest. And it, uh, yeah, I, if that's, that's our biggest me. complaint about the writing. I think that's pretty great. Yeah, that's just we me. Just, like, I'm the laziness tired of, of people naming things. Like, oh, where do you live? I live in big city. Mm-hmm. Big everything happens here, yep. city. Yep. <laughs> like, come on. Well, I mean, you, we were talking about that uh, that play that movie that came out in 1958. Mm-hmm. The father's the name of the father's or the main character's dad in that movie is named Big Daddy. Yeah. So it's not like this hasn't been happening for a long time. Well, he, he's the big daddy. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll get more into spoilers in the discussion. But go watch uh, it at the end of the thing. Yeah, definitely watch it. I mean, you don't even have to have a family. I no. think it's. I think it's just a good movie. I think it's. Yeah, it's just a good. It's got some nice shots in it. Yeah, it's some beautiful stuff in this. Feeling peckish this midnight? Set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sampled only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit! (laughs) Alright, let's talk about what's coming out. New in theatres. Movies. We have Kubo and the Two Strings. I've wanted to see this for a while. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We have uh, Benner. Benner. We have Ward Oggs. Yeah. Ow. And we have Mo- Morris from America. Whoa. Uh, before we get to guess the ending, let's give out some thanks, starting with Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. We got that from the YouTube Audio Library. That's youtube.com slash audio library. Mm-hmm. Uh, our logo was done by Justin Kizon. He's a friend, an artist, a writer. You can find his writings and more over at Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. Uh, if you like podcasts and you like Choose Your Own Adventure books, check out Pick Your Path. It's a podcast that myself, Matt Benson, and David King write. Uh, Choose Your Adventure style stories. Uh, season one is up there. Season two is, you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Slowly, but surely. I've been saying that for like a year now, but it's true. It just these things take time. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot going on there. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about Optograb.org, his website, where you can find all of his writings, his various TV show recaps, his Oscar coverage, 
uh, and all of his short stories are on Amazon and Smashwords. Jordan? I stream over at a website called twitch.tv. I do it for a website called Gamersaw Weekly. And this weekend, I'm actually going to be playing some Fallout. Some what? Fallout 4. Uh, in my New Good f- World isn't out yet. I know, it's close. <laughs> uh, but I'm so far behind in the game, I wouldn't even be able to do that anyway. Oh. Right? Is that a post-end game only thing? I think it is. I, think um. it's, I don't think it's post, but I think it is high level. Oh, okay. And... In my free time, I'm playing Deus Ex Human Revolution because the sequel's coming out this month. Oh. And I got after, I think, the second mission and just stopped playing for some reason. Mm. So I'm going back, and uh, luckily, tons of games are backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Yeah. So I'm going through and playing there. So in my free time, I'll be streaming at twitch.tv backslash truevalk mm-hmm. and just going through that game. I'm trying to go through it without killing anybody and without having any alarms going through Deus on, the, on the hardest difficulty oh, so i've heard about that yeah it's an you experience can, you can do it but it's yeah, hard never killing anybody uh. <laughs> but i look real funny because i'm just walking around the whole game with a tranquilizer rifle <laughs> just like don't mind me guys uh have you heard of golden eye source i have have you downloaded it no get on that because it's so good jordan oh, have you played it yes why didn't you invite me it's like classic golden eye yeah i got I it heard, like two days ago i heard it's real good and i've only played like two hours it's almost a completely like faithful reimagination yes of it. i believe if i've read correctly it's from the people who did golden eye yeah. they just were like yeah we're just gonna do this yeah why not all you, you need free is, time all you need is like gary's mod and source whatever well all you need is sdk you don't even need gary yeah, i don't even know what you could just go into steam and be like hey let me download this stuff yeah it's like totally free mm-hmm. and it's super fun yeah yeah uh and it's it's it looks like the n64 golden eye mm-hmm. game except on like a pc so it's a little bit better looking but it, it still looks, re- it looks crazy really blocky good. like that's yeah. the weird thing it oh looks, they were they stayed true to the art style yeah it looks like an n64 game but yeah. a little better and that's weird uh-huh. but so fun yeah. like i don't even understand well, maybe maybe we can get on a server sometime and we can stream it to twitch mm-hmm. uh that'd be good benson's got it well then uh, why not uh, kevin's got it kevin told benson and uh-huh. then i saw that and i went what and then now yeah Man, I, I, we have I, not played together yet because I, I've I heard only about played it, it like I twice. heard about it the day it came out and I said, that's cool. <laughs> I, I didn't download it's it. It's like the best ever. Yeah, like, I'll I check don't, it out. I don't even understand how I'm so into it. Then we need to get everybody together <laughs> and stream it on Twitch and we can share it on the Benview social media yeah. and be like, hey, yeah, we'll your find, favorite personalities we'll from the Benview shows are streaming on Twitch right now. Mm-hmm. Come hang out. That's, yeah, it's. It's a lot of fun. That's cool. Uh, get the get the guys from Extra Damage. Oh boy, we can all play. Oh boy, yeah, imagine all of it. us filling up a server. Oh god, and just playing games together. Yeah, I don't even know how servers work. This oh. is like how how I don't even understand how computers. Do. I'll 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 handle it. Okay, uh, we'll find a time. We'll find a <laughs> time and a place and a way. Yeah, uh, but go to benvnetwork.com. Check out all the other podcasts on the Benvy Network. Thank you. I didn't do it. Like Extra Damage, uh, which you just mentioned. That's our video game podcast. Uh, Trent Talk. <laughs> uh, if you like Trent Reznor, if you like Nine Inch Nails, that's the place for you. Yep. Uh, art, the artistry, if you want to know how to make it in the entertainment industry. In yeah, this various great. different entertainment industry methods. Uh, you got actors. You got singers. You got writers. Yeah, it's good. It's got good. The, whole, the whole spectrum. It's a good show. Uh, so check that out and uh, who knows what's going to be on Benvy Network soon I don't know maybe I'm teasing nothing maybe I'm teasing something the world world is a crazy place (laughs) Uh, but then go to anyviewpodcast.com for all of our personal stuff anyviewpodcast at gmail.com 
And on Twitter, at Enemy Podcast. And my personal Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew. And I'm at True Valk. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Uh, I think it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Woo! Am I first? Yep. Good. Good. <laughs> I've got, I'm going to guess the ending to a film called Ben-Hur. A completely original, brand new film never before seen by human eyes. Directed by Timur Bekmambetov. He did Is, Wanted. Oh. And Night Watch. Son of a bitch. Or Day Watch. Now one I have to twos. watch this movie. One of them too. Damn it. He did both. Yeah. Man. Uh, I didn't want to watch this movie. I know. And this is what I think is funny. I've seen the ad for this like three or four times. Never remember once them playing up that this guy did this. I don't think they sold that well. Those what? movies. Oh. They're super popular. Pe- yeah, people like People that. love like, those movies, <laughs> but just... they didn't make a lot of money. Which kind of makes me think this is a passion project for mm-hmm. him. Like, this is like... Which is kind of interesting. But uh, this is, uh, stars Jack Houston, uh, Toby Kebbell, Rodrigo Santoro, Nezanin Boniadi, and Morgan Freeman. Well done. He's not listed here, but he's in it. Look, Morgan Freeman is in everything. Yeah. The epic story of Judah Ben-Hur, a prince falsely accused of treason by his adopted brother, an officer in the Roman army. After years at sea, Judah returns to his homeland to seek revenge, but finds redemption. Oh. Oh. My goodness. Uh, yeah, so... I don't know, man. He's on a boat for like mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. He meets he meets his mentor. Ooh. Mentor helps him out. Who's his mentor? Gets him back. Well, obviously, it is Nazanin Boniadi. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, you know. Come on. You know who it is. Yeah. Uh, so they make it, you know, they make it back from, from being at sea. Uh, his, so when he was accused of treason, mm-hmm. when Benner was accused of treason, uh, he was supposed to be put to death. Yeah. Uh, but... He had a very, uh, you know, sympathetic guard mm-hmm. who didn't want to put him to death. Mm-hmm. So he put him in a bag, right? And he threw him over his shoulder. And then he hummed his own spy theme song as he escaped the town and then threw him into a oh, river. I thought he was a continental soldier. Where <laughs> threw him into a river where he presumed he would die yeah. in the ensuing waterfall. But he but just no, he rolled survived. up in the ocean? He rolled up in the ocean. That's mm-hmm. where he got on that boat. Mm-hmm. So now... That's where they found him. When he, when Ben Hur gets, and so he knew his name was Ben Hur because he had a bracelet oh. that had his name on it, Ooh. right? Because he obviously being at sea, he's like, oh, where am I? Who am I? Oh, and then like mild amnesia, mild from amnesia. Sunstroke? That's a fun little thing that they throw into movies, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, just so a little bit of not knowing who you are. Yeah, a little bit of like, just who a, am I? Just a dash. Where did I come from? But then he starts to remember. Oh, he hears tales of oh, there was this horrible mm-hmm. prince that committed treason and got murdered, and he goes, mm-hmm. what prince? Wait a second, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So when he gets back into the into the town, wherever he came from, right? So he sees his brother at the throne, and he goes, "I remember now. Mm-hmm. I remember everything." Yeah. And then his mentor says, "Just because you remember everything doesn't mean you know anything." Oh my god! And so he goes, "Follow me." So then, so then they go. Oh, they have no. to come up with their plan, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh, they come up with their plan. They're gonna, and he says, "Well, look, my brother." I will make it so he won't recognize me mm. until I want to reveal it when I will challenge him to a chariot race because he then he will realize it's me because I am the best chariot racer. Is it, hold on his fake name is it 
Monte Cristo. Yeah, of okay. course. All right. All right. Uh, and he's wearing like a mask situation. What? Yeah, it's a crow mask. That's I don't really know. Weird. Uh, so <laughs> there. Um, That's really strange for Roman times, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So then they do their chariot race, and he throws off the mask, <gasps> and his brother sees him for the first time, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, no." I can never win. Does does his black dress like go up in flames yeah. during the chariot scene? Yes, of course. Oh, wow. Of course. It's, it's a so, really good moment. Yeah, and he, and they say it's it's the Ben Hur on fire. Wow. That's the, yeah, that's, that's their crazy. saying. It's a weird saying, uh-huh. but they start making it around. Well, I mean, that's how it became so popular. So then his brother realizing uh-huh. that the only way that he can he can come save face on this mm-hmm. is to sabotage the race and kill Ooh. his brother. Wow. He had already framed him for all the other murders. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what is one more? What's one more? Yeah. On the, and on their tracks, anything goes. Mm-hmm. Then they all break into a song production of anything goes <laughs> really weird. They're trying to, they're going for a pan vibe. I think you remember uh, pan when yeah. you started singing that anachronistic yeah. song. Oh, that was really weird. Yeah. They're going for that. Uh-huh. So then he starts ramming into his brother's chair. His brother goes, no, I, I must defeat you honorably. Yeah, fair and square. Uh, and so when finally he manages to, with one wheel left, Ooh. finish the race and still beat his brother. Mm. Um, and then his brother comes at him with a sword and he just, he disarms him. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. this, I will not fight you, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his brother gets taken away for treason. Wow. And he goes, but do not kill him. Uh, put him in a bag. Put him in a bag. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same guard. And he's like, oh, I, you got it, sir. Put him in a bag. So, yeah, uh, 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 Ben Tur is going to come out next year. And it's oh. going to be about the brother. That makes a lot of sense. Is gets lost at sea. That's cool. And uh, doesn't know who he is. Wow. Yeah. Dash of amnesia. Yeah, dash of amnesia. Yeah. So there you go. That's Ben Hur. That's cool. It's a good movie. All right. I'm doing uh, Morris from America, directed by Chad Hardigan. Starring Craig Robinson, Carla Jury, Lena Keller, and Marquise Christmas. The romantic and coming of age, coming of age misadventures of a thirteen-year-old American living in Germany. So, uh, Morris has to move to Germany because his father gets a lucrative um, deal as a musician. You know, David Hasselhoff had his his uh, his big his big, you know, career in, uh, in Europe mm-hmm. and, and Morris's dad is kind of, people view him as, you know, the new Hasselhoff. Oh. Right. So he moves there, but he's super, you know, he stands out. He's an African-American young boy. Uh, there's not, I mean, they're, they're not really, there's not a lot of African-Americans in Germany where they move to. So it's kind of about how he's trying to find his place and trying to get over the the stigma that other people have of not only his skin color, but because he's an American as well. Uh, But about halfway through the movie, it it takes an interesting turn. He's making friends at school. Uh, He's having, uh, you know, they're they're doing fun things that are completely different from what he he knows and understands in America. But at one point they say they're going to, you know, visit this old castle. In, in Germany and you know there's stories that it's haunted and they eventually get up there and uh, it turns into a, a horror movie at this point uh, his friends start disappearing whoa yeah and he, he can't really figure out what's going on he's just trying to survive he feels like someone's watching him all the time and he eventually finds uh, a cross and a whip oh and 
It's the only two things he can find. And something comes out of him from the darkness, and he holds the cross up, the thing stops, and he, he, he has this instinctual reaction where he takes the whip out and he attacks, and the thing gets badly injured, and he eventually destroys it, and it disappears. And, mm-hmm. and uh, by the end of this movie, he finds out that the reason why his family moved there, it was all a cover. His father is, a, is an artist, but they're also uh, descended from uh, these ancient you know defeaters of evil their their job is to go throughout the world wherever there's there's evil things happening you know creatures in the night and to to help take care of them and at the end of the movie uh his father says you know now that you know everything now that we've started your training we can finally tell you what our family's real name is and uh, your real name is morris belmont (laughs) love it love it love it love it we get get the credits at that point pretty great yeah it's pretty great uh, it's a good it's it's you know not what you expect from this tagline here uh from imdb but i think it's gonna be it's gonna be a big hit this summer uh that's pretty great that's pretty great uh now we can end the guessing yay uh i'm very excited for our two films to be accurate mm-hmm. uh, i mean that's we've gotten so good at guessing the endings of films we they should just start having us write them at yeah, this point yeah we just let us get ahead of it. We're we're right on the pulse of the industry, yeah. And we're we're guessing what these movies are before they even come out. Yeah, it's our job. Look, I mean, Vincent and I are already pitching, uh, you know, the next Purge, the next right. n- next Nerve. Right. We're we're keeping these movies going. Yeah. But someone needs to take up the they banner. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear us. It's our job to do it. We need to be heard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that has been it for episode uh, two eighty nine. I uh, hope that you all enjoyed it. Uh, please remember, oh, as I drop my water bottle, please remember <laughs> that, uh, you know, you can stick around after the little music plays to mm-hmm. get our discussion on Pete's Dragon. It's much shorter this time, but uh, we only had a couple scenes to talk about because there's not there's not really that many problems with this movie at all. Well, and it's it was, not even... It was just discussion on the the deeper things in this film. Yeah, it's, it's weird because it's... It's hard to determine what exactly is a spoiler in this film. Right. Except for literally the last, like, three scenes. Yes. Uh, but up until that point, it's kind of like a sequence of events that makes sense and mm-hmm. follows from any kind of advertising that you've seen or right. any knowledge of the old film. Yeah, it's not it's not like this movie really has any huge twists or turns. Yeah, but the the journey is so enjoyable, mm. and you can hear us discuss it after this. Yeah, uh, so go ahead and stick around for that if you want. But until then, next week. Uh, we we gotta get some war dogs. I think we want to do war dogs. Yeah, because that movie looks real fun. <laughs> We're not gonna have Benson on because he doesn't want to have anything to do with that movie. That's fine. But we'll we'll find somebody. Hopefully, I don't know. We haven't yeah, had a guest I'm in a while. Huh? Should I have been calling people because I didn't know that? I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I I honestly couldn't think of anyone who would want to see Peace Dragon anyway. Okay. I don't know. Well, that's a shame because it was a good movie. I know. Uh, so until next week, I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan, and remember, listeners. If a city dude comes up to you and says, no, trust us, you'll be fine in the hospital. This is what you need. Don't listen to them. Just go be happy with the dragon in the forest. It's where you belong. Because I put stickers on it's, it's, no, it's just, it's one sticker is enough to do it.
I just had to get one in there. Uh-huh. You can't blame me. Nah. IMDb giving you trouble again? Yeah. Well, I always forget. So when I open the app, um, like for this show, it's whatever we watched is normally going to be one of the top three things here. But then I click on search. So it brings up my keyboard. And then the ad appears. Then I close the keyboard. Then the ad's stuck in the middle. Keyboard's down. Wow. Yeah, it's a real... That sounds like a terrible app on that side. a real trip. get into all those juicy pete's dragon spoilers all the spoilers pete 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 has a dragon no that's a spoiler no it's not uh (laughs) wow (laughs) robert redford's in it oh that's not a spoiler that was the spot i didn't even (laughs) he was he was doing that because it has it has the bookends of him telling the story yeah and i was like that's robert redford's voice yeah is he in this movie and then it's just him right in the beginning i was like oh shit he's in this movie uh it's not jessica chastain it is bryce dallas howard yeah in case you were confused yeah that happens she has something in her contract where she wants to work with big lizards yeah big cgi lizards yeah you know whatever she needs to do Mm -hmm. uh at least she's not in the water anymore yeah, so Carl Urban uh-huh. uh, is the closest thing to a villain in this film. Right. Uh, and he, uh, how does it even come about? He like, hears a noise, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, well, let's go hunting. That doesn't sound like a, uh, a normal animal. Yeah. You so could just tell. So him and his boys go hunting. Mm-hmm. They find the dragon's lair. Yep. And then the dragon chases them. Because they pick up Pete's book. Oh, they pick up Pete's book. That's right. That's what starts it all. Yeah. And so... They go running. Uh, they get dragon snot on him. Yeah, and his and his gun gets all bent up. Yeah, uh, in a you know the Bugs Bunny way. Yeah, like a just a complete fold. Which of the gun. which mirrors the story that Robert Redford told to the kids. Mm-hmm. He got his 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 uh, gun was destroyed. Yeah, he hates guns. Yeah, Elliot hates guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go running off to prepare for uh, take two. Yep. They're they they were they're gonna get some backup if they can and then mm-hmm. come back. Yep. Uh, they devise a plan. Does that even make like does anything that Carl Urban does here make sense? Like not really. I I I mean in the sense that uh, yeah he wants it, he's seeing it as his dragon. He says that later in the film. He's like that's my dragon. Whatever mm-hmm. you do, it's mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're it, the only ones that know how to handle it. He tells the sheriff at yeah. one point. <laughs> That poor Which sheriff. Bold, bold face lie. He's like, well, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let me see what you got. Mm-hmm. That's real funny. Uh, and I do just really enjoy that whenever someone sees the dragon, they they like they go, oh, like it's like yes, dragon, got it. Yeah. Like it's not you know what's what am I looking at? Like mm-hmm. no, they just get it. It's real quick. Yep. This is a world that is established dragons. Yeah. Drag. Well, not even established. It's like a it's like a weird little song that all the kids mm-hmm. know. Yeah. That town. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then they see it and they go, well, I guess it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's the town that Bigfoot lives near. Yeah, he goes, what, you've never seen a Millhaven dragon before? Yeah. Uh, that's really nuts. And um, I don't he know. Just I just thinks they're going to open a dragon park. I don't know what he thinks he's going to do like with that make dragon. His, make his own zoo. He's going to take it on tour. He could barely keep it on the truck. Yeah. I don't. Was he gonna get you know like King Kong style? Get the big chains right. on him and that's put him in a always, theater. That always has worked. I don't know. It's it's just really funny yeah. to me that that's that's kind of his plan. But I I did enjoy the timing of it. So like, uh, they they take Pete back mm-hmm. to Elliot. Yeah. Uh, he's supposed to go to uh, child services or whatever, mm-hmm. and they take him back. Bryce Dallas Howard is like, no, let's go. 
Yeah, because she had that conversation she had with her dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wants to believe. They get there. They see Elliot. Everything mm-hmm. looks great. And then, oh, he attack. Gets shot. <laughs> and I was like, I was waiting for it. Because oh, where is man. he? I, you know, I was getting worried because I was like, well, everything's really good right now. And then that scene just went nuts. Yeah. And I, I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. I this wanted is what insanity. would happen. Yep. Uh, and it was kind of, it was kind of great. Mm-hmm. Like, and they, um, he's telling, you know, uh, Pete's telling Elliot to fly. And he's too. He's got he too many tranks. Yeah, he it's comes going crashing into down. He breaks yep. down his whole little house. It destroys it. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Like it's a real. Like that's a real crazy scene, and I kind of loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then when they uh, they go to help break him out, like that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like there's so many good little parts. I meant to put it in reverse. <laughs> Robert Redford says is they I feel bust like he ad libbed that. Yeah. I feel like he was just having fun that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's like this. Like, there's a lot of crazy parts. Like in the end mm-hmm. of this, and the whole so the showdown on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Like, I I kind of I don't know if I wanted a little bit more or mm-hmm. a little less. I'm not sure because we knew we kind of get this idea that dragons can breathe fire yeah. in this world, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen Elliot do it yet. Right. Uh, and so he's he's been you know tied to this truck, chased. Uh, he's just fed up and he's just angry so he gets mm-hmm. up and he gets on this bridge and starts breathing fire but the people in the lead of the the cars are the are, people he, who are on his side yeah people on his side yeah and so they're desperately trying to get out of this car that's going to fall off of this bridge that mm-hmm. this dragon has melted yeah, with this fire breath uh-huh. uh, which is crazy and then um like they're scrambling to get out and then Carl Urban like some kind of wannabe superhuman grabs onto the back of the truck and is like I got it, it back down. I got it <laughs> like you don't got it like yeah. that's not that's gonna not, last it's not long. gonna work uh, and so it kind of like I kind of enjoyed that it showed Pete or Elliot man see you call movie Pete's I'm dragon sorry. yeah and his it's name Frankenstein's is Frankenstein's monster all over again Ugh. but uh, Elliot's he's he is an animal yeah. like he he's not uh, you know, he can take on, you know, kind of human characteristics. Mm-hmm. He has a rich backstory, as we've talked about in our yeah, and, review. And, like, and he seems super intelligent, but at the end yeah. of the day, you're right. He's an animal. He's an animal. And not just an animal, but he also will defend himself. And, yeah. And people that he loves, like, he loves Pete. Yeah. And Pete's the one on the other side of the bridge safe mm-hmm. now that he's, you know, got Elliot out. And Elliot's like, well, these people kept shooting me, so I'm going to yeah. get him. And they're coming after all of us. Yeah. So he's doing what he can to save them what he thinks is right and it's crazy that that like that ends up almost so badly and then he you know he's able to save the people that because it also feels at the end of the day that he doesn't want to kill anybody either no like he was just trying to stop them and in his anger probably couldn't see what he's doing because of all that fire Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then realizes that people are about to die and goes down and and stops them from falling yeah but he's already done too much damage to the bridge and they all fall Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's oh boy and then and then they fly back up. Yeah. That was a real... Did, did you think maybe they were going to die? Did you think... Did you have a no. Moment? This is uh, too yeah, much of a Disney this, movie. This is a kid's movie. We already got our deaths in the beginning. We had our beginning deaths, yeah. I think I think two sets of parents dying mm. in a movie for Disney would be too much. Mm. I think they've got a one-parent death <laughs> set <laughs> limit. Yeah. Yeah. On screen. Mm-hmm. Off screen, you can kill as many as we've found. Because what's... A, Bryce Dallas Howard's like, oh, my mom died and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pre-movie, they yeah. can have a bunch yeah, of Yeah, pre-movie. Yeah, but not, uh, not during the time frame of the movie. Yeah. That's not allowed. Uh, 
And then there's got to be a checklist, right? Yeah, right. In a Disney's writer's room, mm-hmm. there's like allowable deaths or yeah. on one of the yes. things on the whiteboard. Yes, that's just what I imagine. Uh, and then the other thing that I thought was uh, it was kind of weird, but then it turned into magical. Mm-hmm. Um, in the final scene Mm -hmm. we see the family going on a road trip that literally mimics it's like shot the same style as that opening scene and Mm -hmm. i went oh it gave me a little bit of a pause Mm -hmm. i was i was like i hope this is not meaning they're gonna get in a terrible crash or something right like it just looks so similar Mm -hmm. and it was on purpose i'm sure because it was trying to show like he never had that adventure with his family because they passed away so he gets to have one with his new family Mm -hmm. which is you know redeeming it's nice yeah and then they go Mm-hmm. And over the hills, yep. there's a whole family of dragons, and which is really nice because when at the beginning of the movie, when we see uh, Elliot looking at the stars, I've got a big old you know dragon heart vibe of mm-hmm. of thinking like, oh, are dragons somehow tied to the stars in the sky? You know mm-hmm. what's going on there? But it was very similar to the story of you know the North Star kind of pointing the way home and, and it really went in with the song which mm-hmm. means that the original song is based on the original like where the dragons actually live yeah not where not where elliot is mm-hmm. elliot just happens to be close by for some reason yeah maybe he came down here and forgot his way home well that's or, or, robert redford as part of his story he's mm-hmm. like legend tells that there's one dragon that mm-hmm. sometimes he lo- there's it was like something like sometimes a dragon loses their way or something yeah. And I was like, whoa, like that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of neat that this yeah. is like, they go out looking for adventure and then, yeah. you know, they get stuck for a while mm-hmm. and he goes back home to the mountains where the rest of the dragons live. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and, it, and it's funny cause you know, most things would be like, oh, that means we're going to go to Pete's dragon too. Mm-hmm. Dra- dragons, dragons times 10. Dra- dragons family. Yeah. Dragons. Pete's, fam- Pete's dragon family. Pete's dragons families. Yep. Yeah. But it, I don't, think this will no this and is nice it shouldn't have one it's just a nice a idea sense. like just just to think and i know this is going too far but to, it, it would have been cool to just show like them not going as kids but have them having them be older oh yeah and like the the bryce Dallas howard and, and west bentley being like older mm-hmm. you know scrambling up that hill and the two kids being older yeah. and them going there together and mm-hmm. pete's still there kind of showing re- reinforcing the idea of like no these these creatures live for a super long time yeah and they they get to go back there and just see their friends again whenever they want mm-hmm. i think that's a really cute idea we didn't get that but i i feel like that's implied almost yeah yeah i like it yeah it's good I like it doesn't like, need a sequel yeah and it's it's weird that it is like it is a remake mm-hmm. in a sense. They um, there's one thing where the director said, "Oh, it's a reimagining." That's their mm-hmm. new. That's a fun new. Oh, excuse me, I'm on vibration. Yeah, you are. Uh, there's a fun new way of saying instead of, you know, I'm I'm doing a remake. I'm doing a reimagining. I'm taking yeah. the source material and retelling it in thing. a certain way. But I really think this one does it. I yeah. really think this one, it's a real proper way to say mm-hmm. they're taking it in entirely different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, because a remake, a remake kind of denotes that they're going to try and adhere almost as close as they can to it. Yeah, Whereas a reimagining, sense, yeah. a reimagining is more of, we're going to tell the same type of story, but it's all about recapturing that feeling mm-hmm. and, and kind of changing the details of the story don't matter as long as you come out on the other side with the same basic, you know, emotions that were inspired yeah. by the first. It's film. it's definitely playing with fire in a sense. And I, you know, 
well, like Ghostbusters had to do it. Yeah, certainly, and it's mm-hmm. you know it became that whole thing like oh this is the female Ghostbusters mm-hmm. this is the whatever yeah uh, and and in that sense you know they you know they had to fight that battle of no this isn't a, you know a hard remake this is right. this is like they called that like a reboot almost you know mm-hmm. but um, I I think you know we're getting to a place where where people are actually getting a little bit more imaginative with these kinds of remakes yeah. and retellings. It doesn't feel lazy. It feels inspired. Yeah. It Unlike feels really good. The Jungle Book from earlier this year, which, which I was just so lazy. Yeah, which made it tons of money and people really liked it. Mm-hmm. So good on you if you did. You yeah. know that's it's all up to the eye of the, the beholder. But mm-hmm. it's just another one of those. The worst thing that can happen is someone remakes a movie or reimagines or reboots something, and it just feels superfluous. It just feels yeah. like the original was so good, we don't need this new one. Yeah. And uh, this one feels it feels like a throwback while also being a modern telling of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, go, I mean, again, we'll say go check it out. Go see it. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.